Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The whole office goes up in smoke and that bloody thing survives. And I'm Sebastian. If they ever let you back out there, warn me first. I'm Andy Schossler. Not even remotely. And I'm Alex. <laughs> what the? <laughs> I fucked this up, didn't I? I'm Jordan. No, I fucked it yes. up. Evidently, yeah. <laughs> I only... scrolled past my quote. <laughs> it's, oh. it's only the uh. second F-bomb in a James Bond film. Oh, there really? you go. Straight to the trivia. Um, <laughs> welcome to our review of Skyfall. Okay, we ah, did it. We're here. Regret is unprofessional. No, too late. Right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly you're, right. It is. <laughs> yeah. You should have been prepared. I don't regret it. <laughs> Your quote is yes, mom, and that's it. it was such a <laughs> yes, mom. Um, all right, here we are. So we were building up to our re- you know, week of release review of the new James Bond film, Too Late to Die. Is that the right one? No, no, no time, time, to die. No time to, die. to die. Well- no time for that shit because the coronavirus <laughs> and now it's coming out in November. So we're going to- Praise yes, I'm sure the coronavirus. <laughs> I'm sure that's the reason why it was pushed back. It's not because James Bond is a failing franchise. They're making <laughs> a lot of money. They needed, they, they needed those Chinese markets. They, they have could been not making, risk it. They have been <laughs> making less and less money. 
but they also cost more and more. So, it, oh no, it's the worst case. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the, with the coronavirus, the way I read the article that explained it to me was, they feel like it would be inappropriate to have yeah. a premiere screening with all the people there, to which I'm like, well, no, then just don't, just don't have a premiere screen. No, yeah, that's fine. I mean, Spider-Man, whichever one it was, was pushed back because of uh, the World Trade Center uh, at- attacks. Spider-Man 2, I think, and, yeah. Yeah. So that's fine. November's when it's been pushed back to. That just means yeah, they made our Christmas harder <laughs> to record. <laughs> Thanks. Um, a lot of people are using it as a cop-out. Hey, I've seen like a lot of like bands and like musicians and stuff like canceling or downsizing like venues. And I'm like- yeah, no, you just haven't been selling tickets, so you've got a good out. <laughs> so someone's like, I can't remember who it was, but someone like downsized their tour from like stadiums to arenas. And I was just like, yeah, okay, so a more confined space is the, <laughs> is the safer option. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. If anything, you'd think you'd be going to an open field. Yeah. <laughs> I know there is a bunch of panic. I get that. But also, I mean, Jordan and I, we just had a wrestling show about two weeks ago, a week and a half ago by the time this comes out. And we're fine. And we're not sick. No, well, it's <laughs> sold out. <laughs> And we had to add extra seating and then, then they sold out. People, and it wasn't one of the kinds of stories that normally would do that for us. So, I mean, I don't feel like there's people that are not coming out as much because for some reason we got more than normal. Oh, look, I work in a supermarket and there's probably more people in the supermarkets than this past never before. <laughs> Just buying toilet paper uh, than like for months. Yeah, so. absolutely. And we're going to talk about that on Wednesday, I think, right? About the oh, whole yeah. Australian toilet paper gate situation <laughs> that's going on. Oh, for fuck's sake, I can't believe this is happening. Um, but James Bond, a different kind of shit. Um, no, <laughs> I'm joking. This is the good one for me. Yeah, you uh, sold me that on my way into it. And, mm, mm, mm. I mean, so much, so much for my trust of Seb. Fun stuff happens. Okay. Yes, I agree with Alex. Yeah. The two, the other two of you are insane. Um, these movies are all long. <laughs> I'll, I'll get that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and that was my only problem coming in to watch them, that I would do them side by side, which is just once again, me being me <laughs> leaving things until they're, they're so, you know, un- I'm so unhappy to do them all. Um, but yeah, dedicating this and say Spectre in a double feature, I'm like, cool, there's almost five and a half hours of my life gone. Oh, yeah. yeah it's like, it's like the so. introduction to a Lord of the Rings film. <laughs> <laughs> and we're at the Shire. <laughs> so that's what Hobbits are. <laughs> it so is, they are long. Yeah. They are among the longest uh, Bond films. And I think Casino Royale was one of the longer ones from, me, from memory. It just cracks two yeah. hours, doesn't it? I feel like I went for four. Okay. <laughs> um, I thought it was the longest until, I haven't done my research there. Somebody Whichever one me. came after that was shorter. Condom Solace, yeah, it was a bit short. I remember that one being kind of like fun and bite-sized. It was like an hour and a half, I yeah. think. The one before it was like two and a bit. Yeah. So, Skyfall. Yes. You guys have all yeah. seen it before, right? Oh no, I, no. Sorry, Jordan hasn't. That's I, right. I saw it at the pictures. So did I. How about you, Alex? I've definitely seen it before. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. My dogs was are wrestling. Was it a or wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> My dogs are wrestling and one of them just took a back bump against a table. Um, I am the table. Yep. Okay, so you had seen it. Sorry, this is this is all off the rails. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did go to the pictures to see it. Yeah. Um, I didn't like it. At the pictures? I didn't like it. Huh. It's, I mean, it, it feels like, I'm, I'm, we'll get into the review later, but it feels like two movies stitched together end yeah. to end. Mm. And one of those is Home Alone. As, yes, <laughs> that's exactly right. I, I just didn't like it. It didn't feel like Bond at any point going through it. It felt like a Bond movie going through the motions, but yeah. with mm-hmm. no uh, passion behind yeah. it whatsoever. Did you Apart from the opening Istanbul scene, mm. which ends up being kind of pointless, kind of yeah. pointless, it 
Like, I think that's, that's the theme of these movies for me. It's like, oh, really great <laughs> opening sequence, and then yeah. it just kind of falls off a cliff. Yeah, and then let's see how long we can stretch this out. <laughs> <laughs> I think that this film has a lot of fun parts to it. My, fun parts. My, fa- my favorite fun part was the part where they do an entire plot about a hard drive and just forget about it about halfway through the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what happened. My favorite because part was- he caught the- up with Silver and then he knew where his, where his uh, uh, databanks were and then you didn't have to worry about it anymore. Apparently. It just became about killing him. And once you kill him, all the data gets erased, apparently. Yeah. Just like a mothership. <laughs> Didn't they already release all the names or something? Or they're in they're releasing them bit by bit, weren't they? The first five. Is this not the plot of a Johnny English film where they (laughs) crack the code and release all the agents by six? It's anything to do with like a stolen hard drive is the plot of most action movies based around spies. There's nothing original. Like there there really isn't. Why are they using hard drives? Quantum of Solace. Why are they not on the cloud? This was like 2012. It was around. (laughs) Sorry to go back a, a couple of weeks, but Quantum of Solace at least it had the originality of being about water. Mm. We hadn't really seen that in a villain movie before. Except, or Sahara. Can, I don't think that's true. Oh, no, that was about treasure. And also about sand. Um, <laughs> I mean, Bond, Bond films aren't original. They're always about a villain who has some super plan to take over the world or take over companies yeah. or whatever. And that's fine. That's, that's, that's what they are. Quantum of Solace was Superman Returns. Okay. Lex Luthor, okay, yep. his real estate plan. Yep. Is that Superman Returns? Yep. Yeah. That's it. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to get this sure. land. Okay. Except instead of water, it was kryptonite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at least it was kind of fresh in that it introduced that that new angle. Skyfall is just stale to begin with. We've seen it all before, have we? Though I thought this was a nice little personal touch on this. I mean, we'll get well, obviously we'll get into it. When we do the actual. It feels review. like other bits of movie, like not one whole movie just mm. ripped off, but nothing original. Everything is pieced together from other films, and and, and we've seen every single scene beforehand. Was this slapped it together and gone? Yep, that'll do. And it looks good. That's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's that's undoubtedly true. It took $1.1 billion in the box office. <laughs> Seriously. That, I was so surprised. It cost $200 million to make, but it took $1.1 billion. I had mm. no idea Skyfall was a billion-dollar movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. Success. Was this film, I should have done the date check, before or after The Dark Knight? I want to know who did the glass 20, case villain thing first. This is 2013. Yeah, but... but Again, it feels like The Dark Knight, doesn't it? Yes, but mm. did it come first or... It doesn't matter. It does matter because... No, it doesn't matter because you think of The Dark Knight. Well, that's not their fault that somebody if somebody potentially yeah. went and did their thing again. Uh, okay. From memory, Batman Begins was 2008. Because like, um, it was the same year as Iron Man. Yeah. So I, villain thing. You know how the Joker gets you locked in You know how the, the Hacker Man is locked up like Hannibal Lecter for some reason? So Batman Begins is 2005. Yep. Oh, maybe Dark Knight was 2008. Yeah, it was. Oh, well, Must that be. would, yeah, that maybe nine. Got my dates mixed up. Um, I'm thinking Dark, Avengers Dark is, here. Avengers as well did Loki it. And, and that was, was Avengers? Dark Knight is 2008 and Skyfall is 2012. Okay, so there you go. Yeah. And they all definitely did rip off Hannibal. I'm <laughs> the Lance, like Jordan <laughs> just said. So, and even then, probably something else. I mean, Silver. Silver is a ripoff of the Joker in The Dark Knight. Because all his plans, you know, are intricate and they're all executed perfectly every single time. His whole plan is to be caught so that he can do some elaborate thing with the cops and take M out. It's ridiculous. Like Loki in the Avengers, like Alex has said as well. Yeah. The, yeah. He needed to be caught. What we're you're saying is Hollywood sucks sometimes. <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> Sam Mendes hasn't done a good film since American Beauty, and that was his first. 
<laughs> or set or something like that. one of his first. Imagine starting by, at the peak of Everest. <laughs> <laughs> like I've done it. Whoa, where do I go from here? <laughs> I'm going to plateau for a little. Oh, and here yeah. we go. <laughs> tumbling and tumbling. Look, the box office doesn't lie, and it was popular. Yep. Right. But I just, I just felt it was stale. It didn't feel mm-hmm. like an exciting Bond film. Nothing okay. about it like sucked me in either. No. Like it's, no. I found myself tuning out really, really easily. You could watch it in the background and just ever, you know, every every so often, look up and go, "Oh, that's a cool scene," yeah. and done. Because you're not really missing out on the story. That was pretty much my experience. Yeah. Watching it. <laughs> I guess my main takeaway that I've felt so far with the first three films that we reviewed, and on a bit of a preview for next week as well, same as Spectre, these movies play really well in a cinema for me. I find yes, them so, yes. it's like there's nothing there to get my attention. I'm fully sucked in. I'm enjoying them. I still notice the you know, issues here and there, mm-hmm. but for the most part, they're great. In a home environment, but you're just watching it on a TV, you don't have a home theater, no surround sound, nothing like that. I, Yes, I do find that I'm on my tablet or on my phone, on Twitter or something because I just can't give it everything I have. And I feel like a movie should be demanding that of me. It should be wanting me to not want to do anything else. Yeah, yeah. I Absolutely. didn't enjoy in this one the like the storyline from the first two just stopped. Yeah, like it's yeah, pretty much forgotten about. Yeah, <laughs> it just kind of it like took a hiatus for a week and then spoiler, but Spectre, it's like oh, it's all oh, picked back up. Oh, by Spectre. the way, we f- remember yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, hey, remember that guy? Oh yeah. So yeah, it's kind. I feel of, like they kind of abandoned a, like a bit of the Bond character development as well. Like yeah. at least in the first couple, like you can kind of see like his emotional side. And then in this movie, he's just a bit of a prick. Like, yeah. Well, I, mean, I think he's rightfully a prick in this film after what, like the beginning of the movie. Yeah, but like he just, he lets an innocent person be assassinated in like the first 10 minutes of the movie. That's a bit yeah. of a dick move. Yeah. Yeah. He does, doesn't bat an eyelash after he, after that woman he bangs gets shot like mere hours later. Who he, who he also, you know, obviously figured out had been like, abused and sex trafficked but was like I'm going to bang you and then you're going to die in a few hours I don't care I don't that, should, did, that, that, did, should, that should probably get him on some type of a list somewhere he, no he did he did genuinely try and, no and go list. he did try and shoot the glass off the top of oh, her I head oh I think he missed on purpose well the object was to knock the glass off her head and of course the most efficient way of doing that is just to shoot her so she collapses and off the glass goes Silver was right on sure. the money with that one and poor Bond trying to play by the rules and be, you know, the the lawful good character <laughs> in that case was was his was his downfall really. So much dog right now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he went to run out and she just slipped on some water on the ground and hit. The, it's fine. <laughs> She's fine. The staffies, they're fine. Strong heads. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm worried about my house. <laughs> oh my god, they're in a fight. So if anybody wants to. Uh, Comment on our professionalism, please. Our Patreon yeah. is, is, yes. is up and live. And I'm not editing this. <laughs> okay. Where that. were we? Sorry, before I had to shiver when the dog's out of the house. Shall we do a quick quick plot synopsis? Because I don't think there's that much story in this film. Okay. Yeah, if you want to. Okay. You take us through it. So the opening is in Istanbul. You get some awesome chase scenes that are kind of reminiscent of the parkour scenes from Casino Royale, but mm. on motorbikes. On the rooftops. It's just so disappointing that whenever they jump over something, they're not going, parkour. I know, right? (laughs) But it it looks really cool. The point is Bond is chasing some guy who has this list of the agents that, you know, M is worried. It's the knock list from um, several Mission Impossible films. Yeah, 
So he's mm. he, he's there with a girl who we don't know is Money Penny yet, uh, and doing doing the mission with her. After a, a long fight scene on a train, she's left um, having to take a shot, but Bond is in the way, and M says, "Take the shot, take the shot," repeatedly, and she shoots Bond. Doesn't take a second shot to get the guy. She was sad. So, so shocked. You know, she's, she's a field agent, but she was in such shock that she didn't take the second shot to get the guy. Anyway. So Bond falls into a music video. <laughs> <laughs> Bond is uh, enjoying retirement and being dead. But then I, I can't remember. Is, is the list released? It's not released. They released like some parts of it, right? Why does he come back to MI6? They blow up M's office. And that's what spawned, uh, uh, makes him come back? Yeah, he yeah. came back okay. to mum. Okay. Mummy. Yeah, that's how I took it. <laughs> okay, so he yeah. comes back, blah, blah, blah. She lies about his readiness in order to get him back into the field. Uh, I don't know why he's you know, not reluctant about the whole thing. He's kind of, yeah, whatever, I'll play by the rules now that... You know, even though I was happy to, to not play by the rules can, before. Can I, can I take a brief pause while yeah. we're going through it? Yeah. I have a problem here already. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> the I, opening is cool. Yes. Right? Sets it up. That's absolutely fine. And then it doesn't really go anywhere. Because a few scenes later, he shoots the guy anyway. Yeah. And It's like, oh, I, I can't make a point blank shot. Here I am 10 minutes later. I just shot six dudes. It was sick. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's exactly right. Oh, my problem was during his evaluation to get back into MI6... Which I, they played this in the, the, one of the first trailers of the film, and it was a very interesting hook for me. He's got the psychiatrist who's doing the word association yes. game. He says a word, bonds us something you know, witty back at him, blah, blah, blah. And the psychiatrist says Skyfall. And as the audience is watching this for the first time, they said ooh, the thing. They said that they'll have yeah. saying the name of the movie. <laughs> you know, the, is, it a, is it a code? Is it a place? What is it? Is yeah. it an activation, a trigger? Yeah. Is he yeah, asleep? Yeah. You know, anything, anything. Yeah. And he, he reacts really strangely, doesn't give an answer, and, no. and leaves the interview. He says, done. Yeah, well, yeah, yes, but and I thought I originally interpreted that as okay, that's my instruction. This yeah. whole thing has been some some big cover, and this is you know I I've got the code word, I know exactly the operation, I'm I'm in now Skyfall, done. And isn't that such a cool idea? <laughs> and then it goes nowhere. <laughs> it goes nowhere, it's and then when we stupid. find out what Skyfall is, oh, which I, we'll we'll talk when we get to yeah. it, but like, really, yes. yes. <laughs> That's the whole point. Is that a joke? <laughs> That's why they go there. Oh wait, well, do you not? Did you not see? Is it, it the helicopter crashing into the house bit? No, no. It's why he doesn't care about the house. Why he's prepared to let it burn. We'll get there. <laughs> did you know what Skyfall is though? You didn't miss like the sign of what Skyfall is. Is that what you're saying? There's a sign. His, the name of the, his old house is Skyfall. It's where uh, he the grew manor. Up. That was oh. it. They just said, "Hey, yeah. Sebastian, you grew up on Allen Street in Bunya back in the day." You just say Bunya, and I'm like, oh. Done. Done. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's <laughs> why. Why is that's why Skyfall? Yeah, and I like. Stupid. I love how Andrew read it originally. Yeah, because that's great. It's so interesting. There's a. There's actually a mystery there. There's no mystery. You just named yeah. a suburb, or in this case, the name well, of the state. Yeah, it's it. It's a mystery with such a weak payoff. So his yeah, name's not really James Bond. It's James Skyfall. No, <laughs> no. his name is James Bond. He was adopted. The property is the the, manor, the estate is called Skyfall. Right. So different to like a person's estate where it would be like the Callaghan estate. No. No, it's not it's just called Skyfall. Okay. That's because I live at Skyfall. And we find out in the next film the name of his adopted parents and they're also not called the Skyfalls. No. Spoilers. 
Sorry, Andrew. I didn't mean to disrail. So. No, that's right. They're called the Bonds. No, they're not. I know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. You continue with the plot. Sorry. I just I was like, that was my issue because this is this amazing hook. And so, so, yeah. Yep. So M lies about his his readiness for the for his field readiness or whatever, and everybody else is in on it. Everybody else knows exactly what's going on, apart from Bond, apparently. Yep. Who is you know convinced that he passed everything, even though he was getting tired and you know faking the whole thing as uh, as long as he could again why yeah is it to show how resilient he is then why didn't he actually pass if he's supposed to be resilient but you know working himself to death in order to to pass this thing that would make sense that sacrifice makes sense but he's tired he works himself to death and he still doesn't pass and M just lies about it anyway. Well, then what the hell's the point of doing the test? Is it just to get a 10-minute montage into the yeah, film? Yes. Precisely. Yeah. <laughs> um, he I doesn't th- like an old sweaty white dude. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I'm reading anyway, the reason that we do go through the test is to show what how M's character has progressed to the point that she just doesn't actually care about what the rules are in place, all that stuff, and she's just after the result, which then kind of sets up when Mallory yeah. comes in as well. And it's, and it's also to show that Bond isn't ready, but in his devotion to M, he will sacrifice the, the operation in order to do her bidding or, or say yes to her. And when we get to the... Um, oh, I've just forgotten his name. What's the name of the bad guy again? Oh, Ray Fiennes. Silver? Silver? Is Silver uh, this one? I thought Silver was the Raul, last one. No, it's Raul Silver. Yes, so when we get to him and we get his relationship with M and see how he was treated yeah. by her, it kind of can play off a little bit of how M's lied and put Bond in danger by letting him do this when he wasn't yeah. ready. So, so I think it kind of, <clears throat> it's showing that how M interacts with her agents. Yeah. yeah. He's cleared for the Which operation. Which is good, good shit yeah, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's cleared for the operation um, and then the mission starts. The mission starts with, oh, we there, there are these three guys and they're top secret and we don't know anything about them apart from their first names. Do you recognise any of them? Oh, yeah, that guy on the left, I was chasing him in Istanbul. Okay, his name is Patrice, and we know he's going to be in Shanghai at this specific place. And Okay, so <laughs> that's every, how do you know all that? All right, doesn't matter. Spy he's, shit. He's, yeah, he's going to be in Shanghai. So he goes to Shanghai and watches as Patrice executes some guy through a building. Cool scene. Oh, really well cool shot. Cool scene, yeah, but yeah. pointless. Completely pointless because he just kills him anyway, and he's about to, uh, uh, you know, they're in a fight and, and Patrice falls out the window. Bond is holding on to him but isn't strong enough to to hold on to him. Doesn't get any information out. He just dies. But shows us still the Bond's not ready. But he finds some good. stupid token that leads him to Macau where he goes and collects the fee for having done the execution. No wonder this movie was so fucking expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. This is like it your third. It looks pretty and, and, <laughs> and all the destinations are exciting mm. and, and, and fun, but it's just so pointless. There's no story behind it. Yeah. But to be fair, I mean, and this is not saying this is not a criticism, but this is a criticism of all James Bond films. They will famously go for like five or six big locations and just bam, bam, bam. Here's one country. Here's another one. Well, they are but famous they always, for globetrotting. But they always have a point. There was a point. He needed the casino thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that poor security guard would be eaten by a commuter okay. track. Okay. Here we go. So following the, the logic, he recognizes the guy, right, who he was chasing in On the train. Istanbul. Yep. Right. That's why he goes to Shanghai. He kills him. Then he finds the token, which is why he goes to Macau, where he finds Silver's girlfriend, who takes him to the island on a boat. And yeah, she's a sex-trafficked uh, uh, 
yep. prostitute or child prostitute or whatever whatever it was. Bond doesn't care. He has sex with her. Again, it's a cool scene and the interaction with them is great, but it's so pointless because she takes him to the thing, to the to the island, and the bodyguards are there and no, there's no turning back now. And casino, then he, Can we talk about the casino scene before we <clears> move on? Okay. That, was, that was a nice scene. Yep. I like that. Good yep. little set piece. Um, I enjoyed... Well, we did. We skipped over, but he did meet with Q, the new quartermaster. Oh, uh, whatever. Young boy Q, kind of Matt Smith, but better looking. Schoolboy Q. Schoolboy Q. Q. Yeah, Which I thought a, was actually a fun scene. He's I like a good that. hacker. He can do everything Q does and hack. Yeah. I I liked him. I think Ben Mulcher was a good fine, actor. But it's so pointless. Well, he's got to give him the gadgets. The, the, yeah. the role of Q in all the Bond films is. Oh, the to gadgets, give that's right. The palm printed gun and a radio. <laughs> Barely Christmas, which, isn't it? Which yeah. itself is a good gimmick, okay? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, MI6 is uh, in the. In the doldrums, it's it's budget is shot, so he's going to have to do this a little bit old school. And one of the big cool criticisms idea, of the older Bond films, I said the older ones, mainly the Pierce Brosnan ones, but the older ones as well, is that Bond just sort of had a gadget for everything. It yeah. kind of it's the you know bat repellent thing. Yes. Like sure, whatever, you've just got a thing. So I like that they're actively saying there's no gimmicky shit. We're going to rely on yeah. your wits and your you know your you know fighting capabilities. Here's just a gun that only you can fire, and here's a, a radio. And when you think about it. Him, you know, this old school, old tech, very analog way of going up against uh, Raoul Silver, who's using this, you know, offshore database to just hack into anything he likes and do whatever he likes. That's a good uh, um, sort of opposition to see yeah. there. But it's never brought up. It's never punctuated with any... In fact, Silver uses well, his own did. radio later. Yeah. <laughs> he's, oh, God, he's got radio as well. <laughs> no. oh, one edge. <laughs> so, so, he's, so he's there... Uh, Silver is... I, don't, I didn't even understand. Is, is he trying to intimidate Bond while he's there or trying to kiss him? Yes. Know. Okay. But, but both... both are, I'm not even joking. Well, both are yes. I mean, he's, he, he, he talks about M a lot and he's, and he's trying to point out to Bond that M will betray you whenever it's convenient. Don't rely on her to have your back because she betrayed me. And great. I think that's a great yeah. motivation. Yeah. Very personal for a villain. And you completely get it. I, but I mean, the film takes 70 minutes to get there. Because he, he's walking that entire time. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good scene, actually. Him 70 walking. minutes of this good-looking crap just to get to the point of the film. Yes. You're not wrong. <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've been, you're actually talking about the parts of the film that I'm enjoying the I most, know. though. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing else to talk about. <laughs> um, so yeah, Silver comes in, great fucking speech while yes. walking down. And good, well, no, very simple shot, but just having him walk in bit by bit by bit, yep. doing it all. I'm loving that kind of stuff. That's yep. nice. It's a great scene. Mm. Possibly, yes. Maybe even the best scene in, in the film. I think so. Right? Point is, he's captured, which is all a part of his plan anyway. But he's captured. And Can we talk about the island, sorry? Yeah, Before please. We go. I actually did some research oh. on this because I, I recognized it. Hashima Island. Yes, so it was... During World War II, um, purchased by actually maybe Mitsubishi or something. I got to double check that it was some like fame, well known company, but purchased and used as a coal mining mm-hmm. um, facility. The island itself, I've vaguely, its size was like 480 meters by like 130 or something. Like I can't remember the exact, it's but like it's very 40 small. hectares or something. Yeah, it's yeah. tiny. Had about 5,000 people on it and was abandoned effectively overnight once the mines were shut because they had run yep. out of coal. And five thousand people were just 
kicked off. So you can do tours there and yep. go there and visit it, but it is literally just an abandoned island. And all those buildings, they were actually there. That weren't that wasn't made for the movie and stuff. Um, they were all built for the miners and their families, so everyone could just live there and do it all. But they um, and it's genuinely ghost town. Like it's it's become a tourist site now. Yes, mm-hmm. but yeah, but like oh, 1980, I think it was something like that. It was just 1974. Thank you. The coal mining ceased. Yeah, yeah, and they just yeah packed up and left. In this movie, they say that he pretended there was like radiation leak or something, and everyone fucked off. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't really matter. They're not in Japan in this yeah. film, but that was actually a real place. I was like, that's really cool. Yeah. So I discovered it because I was watching a series of YouTubers that go to abandoned places and they with like their drones and stuff and walk around and film and then effectively always, always get chased off by Chinese security guards because <laughs> they keep going to places in, in China normally. And they had covered it once. And when watching it this time, I was like, oh, I know that place. Just, yeah, anyway, sorry, as you were. Oh, no, so so uh, Raul Silva is captured. He's in his little cell. M is off doing some hearing. And this is when Silva's plan comes into effect. So he's going to... Uh, he's going to escape and round up a whole heap of um, people dressed as policemen who are part of his organisation. Everything goes perfectly according to plan. Bond is kind of onto it and he ends up going to the courthouse and there's a big shootout there. Again, cool scene, but it doesn't go to Raoul's plan at all. And that scene is, I, I like it for a couple of different reasons. Yeah. The big chase. I mean, it's a huge fucking on foot chase scene to begin with. So action wise, it's sort of what this series is doing, doing the best. Yeah. Their whole, it, this whole series is based off, let's do parkour. And this is yeah. just parkour in London. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's also, it's also the scene where we see uh, Mallory who has been antagonistic towards M for the start. He, you know, defends her. He shields her from, from being shot by, by Silver. And a criticism Bond had of him in the beginning of the film was he thought he was just a desk jockey and we showed him, no, he's actually got field training. Yeah. He's probably, uh, I, uh, the assumption I got was he actually used to be an agent that has moved up onto the desk rather than yeah. someone that just came there. So, a uh, good character. Over, I mean, overshadowing all this is the threat of MI6 being shut down because it's outgrown its yeah. need. Yes. Basically. So, so all these all these hearings are taking place in order to justify whether or not MI6 should continue yeah. as an organization. Now, to link this film to the next film, the woman who's leading the inquiry against M in this, the the main in in the court scene, the main antagonist antagonist in there, she is referenced in the next film as the guy who's come in um C from the next film, the one that's running oh, right, yes. the, the fake part of Spectre that's trying to get into MI6 to do that. Yeah. He's referenced as being a friend of hers. Right. So they both come in with the idea of taking down MI6 in different ways, yeah. which once again, it's retroactive because you find out in the second one that that was a thing. But it is nice to think all oh, little bits of, you know, connectivity there. Yeah. But then that would also make the question if she was doing that on the same side of Spectre, then why did Spectre's agent come in and shoot them? Doesn't matter. Um, that's, that's, that's the problem when you have to retroactively edit canon. Well, these are, these are independent cells and whichever one of them wins is, yep. you know, I don't care. Whichever one of them wins gets the roast. Um, (laughs) So the actual chase scene of Bond going through, trying to find Silver, great stuff. Up until the train comes in. Oh my God, the tube crash is so awful. It's so awful. Do you mean it looks awful or- It looks awful. I don't mind how it looks. My issue is just, I'm fine for everything. I'm fine for this fucker doing his calisthenics because he knows he's about to be released from his cell somehow. That's all fine. I love it. But the fact that he knew that there was a train exactly at that moment. And that's what I mean. It's, all he it's, had to do is check the timetable. What do you mean? <laughs> I didn't see him check his watch once just to, just to verify that he knows. Seb, it was on standby. This was all organized you know, months in advance. To be fair, 
He had it. He had a. He had a, a minute by minute, second by second plan that was being executed perfectly all the way along, and there was no danger that it was ever going to go off plan. I do say this based in Brisbane, where trains are shitty and very infrequent. <laughs> I suppose for my time in Japan, I can assume London might be the same. That there are just so many fucking trains that if you just blow a track, you're bound to affect at least one. Is that true? Are there just that many trains? Because it's like I, I might just be speaking from a place of non-privilege, I guess, being in Brisbane. I mean, my train here was late, so there you go. you're not wrong. <laughs> like he would blow it and then there'd be like a 50 minute wait if this was a Brisbane. Just stand there, wait, it's coming anytime now. It's gonna be great. Um, and it isn't. I it's like, not, it's not great it's really at not. all. <laughs> I've made the comment to um, to my wife a few times, but I think standing stationary on one of our on one of our trains that isn't moving yet, like the train is stationary. Yeah. You get more general vibrations than when you're on the bullet train. <laughs> the bullet train feels like okay. nothing okay. when it's really moving does. at 400 kilometers per hour, as opposed to our trains just docked. That's electromagnetic, <laughs> though, isn't it? The bullet train. Yeah, there's magnets. No, it's That's, on. Isn't the magnets? It's on. It's on a rail and wheel. But there's also magnets. Rubber wheels. I have no idea. No, not rubber wheels. No. You use you steel on steel because you I'll don't Google have this the for the variety friction. hour. Because <laughs> I'm okay. genuinely curious. Okay, I like am giving her poem up until when Silver comes through the door to kill her. Because first time watching that, good psych out. Because she's effectively just like, I'm going to die. Let me read you a poem. Like that's a good way of tricking the audience because it Mm. it builds up the entire scene. Like this is a legit thing that's about to happen. And we do get a payoff at the end. Like she does die at the end of this film. But this scene made it seem like she would die here, which I appreciate. We find out why Silver thinks that she betrayed him. Because he was captured and tortured for five months. Kept kept the secret all until then, but just couldn't take the torture anymore. So- a bit down on his cyanide capsule, which failed. He didn't check the use by it, date. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it it ate away at his uh, at his basically all his soft tissue. Is that real? In his, in his mouth, I guess it could. Happen. Is it like fucking sulfuric acid though? No, it, no, I know. Sodium cyanide, but it melted part of his. Because he takes out his mouthpiece and he's got like a a steel part, effectively up his, his um upper jaw that's keeping his face kind of intact. Yeah, so it's in theory. Eaten away the bone underneath his right eyeball. Sodium cyanide is used to dissolve rock in order to get at gold deposits. Okay, so it may have that makes sense. Then it could have easily. Oh yeah, broken absolutely. The bone. That's why yeah. I was like, is that uh, is that James Bondy bullshit or actually no, a no, thing that it could uh, do? I mean, it's dangerous stuff. Yeah, and that, I mean, it was supposed to kill him. Yeah, it was, it was a suicide pill. Yeah, they do it in um. In Star Trek Picard, the Klingons have some version oh, of that. Please, no. Um, where they bite into it and then they spit it into someone's face and then their face starts melting and then their mouth starts it's also bullshit. melting. So bullshit. It's like Klingons? No, it's the Romulans. Romulans. Oh, who gives a shit? <laughs> so oh, I told you nothing about it. Oh, it's episode one this happens in. Oh, I didn't realize that's what they were doing. I just thought that was their blood. Oh, no, he bites down. Yeah. And then and he spits onto the rubber. Okay. I've got episode seven to watch tonight, actually. I'm up to date. I've from last week, yeah. So I got one more episode to watch. That was a Friday. Nice. I'm very excited. I love that show. It Let's save it for the weird. variety hour because I hate it. It's, <laughs> it's rubbish. Sorry, as you were, as you were, sir, on your on your way with the synopsis. And I know, and 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 this is it. This is the end of the film. The the climax. Uh, Bond and M fake a trail up to Skyfall, his childhood home, in order to lure Silver there because they're setting a trap and they're going to catch him there. This is a very similar plan and the way that it works out to the, I know you get to see it, the, ends of Bir- the end of Birds of Prey. We're at the Joker's oh, secret yeah. lair. Thank God Harley knows where they are. Let me open the gun cabinet to reveal all the weapons we can fight them with. Ah oh, shit, the Joker emptied it out last time he was here. The exact same thing happens in this film. Yeah. 
And then they decide, oh, well, we'll Kevin McAllister this whole thing. Yep. Yep. And we'll just set traps everywhere. No roller disco in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> no. That was a good scene. Fuck, it was good. Yeah. yeah. You've got your choice of the entire globe in order to set this trap. But they insist on going to Skyfall where they're not sure that, you know, of, of the munitions, obviously, because if they were, they would have had everything they needed. This is the second time in this film Bond discovers something of his was sold off because he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is nice. I mean, it, it does say, no, you died. There are inconveniences that will occur because of this. Because I think his flat was also sold. All of his belongings were in storage. Yeah, and then his old family house was given away. Well, sold to Kincaid, I guess. I think he made the money. The gamekeeper's oh, yeah, yeah, just in the must, house. Yeah, I guess I, he must have, yeah. 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 Good. On the, or, or it bankrolled into Blofeld in the next film. Who knows? Okay. That's, I mean, that's what happens in the film. Quick derail. Gamekeeper. Here it used a lot. Hagrid's a gamekeeper. Kincaid is a gamekeeper. Yep. The fuck do they do? Can I guess? Because yeah. I, I don't actually know, but yeah. I, I wanted to see if I've implied knowledge. Yeah. He's a mix between a groundskeeper and somebody that kills foxes. Sort of. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> A gamekeeper, he's, you know, they have the estate there, so he's the one who goes out to hunt the deer and whatever that the family's going to eat. Oh. Right, but that's not what does he Hagrid butch- does in Harry Potter. Oh, maybe. Is he the gamekeeper? Well, he's a different universe. <laughs> <laughs> is he a gamekeeper? Is that, is that, yeah. I'm sure you're right. I just, I thought he had a different title. Hagrid's the gamekeeper. Isn't he? Well, he's the gamekeeper. The game is the deer and the you know other wild animals that are that are there. Right, and that's he, why they're gamey meats. So. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what it is. Like venison is game. M, this is my gamekeeper, and he just walks up, opens up a cupboard. He's like, "Do you want to play Monopoly? Picture is that what you <laughs> wanted?" Because like, so I'm okay with that too. So he's a hunter essentially. He's the estate hunter. Okay. I wish I was that rich that I had my own hunter. That's like, that's next level rich, isn't it? Cause you got your butler. But next, next level is hunter and gatherer. <laughs> You're so rich that you've imprisoned an eighties rock band in your house. 80s? Collected, hunters and collectors. That's the one, thank you. Just do that one about the grail. That's the only one I know. Just on repeat until you all die. So yeah, um, they have their big standoff there. I mean, I will say it was kind of a boring fight scene, but at least it was visually different to all the other ones. They did change up the style. That's more of a general compliment for this film. All the fight scenes did feel different from one another. This was a bad yeah. kind of different. I said, I said even bad, which is boring. Like it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like it was poorly done. It was just, it's been two hours. It wasn't I'm tired. exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the few fight scenes that are that are in it, the the opening fight scene where they uh, they end up fighting on on the train. We've seen it before in Speed and other things, but it's still cool to see, mm. right? Uh, the when they're in Shanghai and he's fighting Patrice, it's all done in silhouette against the backlight uh, of the LED beyond the building. It looks cool, mm. but just that's that's all it is. It just looks cool, and I'm sure we've seen that before in something. Um, the silhouette fight scene. <coughs> yeah, I, I I've. I've thrown back to that scene many times myself. And it's I a always cool think, scene. Oh, I always yeah. think of this movie. I mean, it's not okay. impossible that it's been somewhere else, but this is the one I associated with because it was so well done. Maybe, maybe that was uh, an original, an original thing, but it, it it looked really good. Yeah, but kind of pointless. Yeah, it's weird. These films are all of them are even the shittier ones are very well like they well yeah. well put together. They always look great. And yeah, they're, they're vis- thinly veiled plots slapped together with a nice coat of nice cinematography and called it a movie. <laughs> yes. But don't they look smarter than they are? 
do you find that? I feel like they're shot like a movie that is more intelligent than it actually is. And yeah. this isn't just Skyfall. I'm talking about all of them. Uh, the thing that is letting modern Bond down is the writing, I think. Yeah. Because yeah. the cinematography is there. The talent is there. Daniel Craig, I, I enjoy his performances. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And, and um, Judy, I mean, who's going to say Judy Dench was bad? Who's going to do it? <laughs> but the performances were kind of stale in this. Yeah. But it's it's not a criticism of any one actor because they're all kind of bad, which makes me think it's just the just way it the was writing put, put together, the yeah. writing and, and, and the directing, absolutely. I wonder if this is a situation where there's just too many you know fingers in the pie because there's a lot of interested parties in Bond in general okay. and between MGM It's, and it's not a small two, franchise, that's right. I, yeah, I mean, it could just be, hey, maybe, is it Sam Mendes? Yeah. Maybe he's just bad. But I can't, it just... It looks too good. It flows so well, scene to scene. He's not bad. I mean, he yeah. delivered a billion dollar film. That too. This is yeah. it the highest grossing of the three, of the four, sorry, that have come out so far? It must I be. I think so. Casino Royale may have come close. I don't think Souls would have done just a word of Let mouth. Do some quick research. Um, yeah, and so it ends, M dies, and Mallory takes the role of new M. Um, and luckily he doesn't have to change his, the, the title because his name is Mallory. <laughs> <laughs> Very convenient. How does, how does um, she die? It was because she got shot and then just bleeds out. Yeah, pretty much. Oh. That's how I took it anyway. Um, and oh, yeah. she bit down on her own cyanide capsule. And now she's a zombie faced lady. Is that how that works? Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, Look, and she's no time been... to die is still to come out. So I'm so curious because right, we've obviously we'll talk about it next week, but we've just watched Spectre as well. I'm so curious of by the end of that film why there is even a no time to die. And I know the answer is somebody backed up a money truck, but I just feel like the series really comes to like a nice solid end next week. <laughs> but we'll be back in November. I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> Uh, both Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace made six hundred million dollars. Are they six hundred for? That's a pity yeah. for Casino. Yeah. Okay. Which is genuinely a great film. Yeah, I enjoy that. I mean, Pierce Brosnan did four Bond films, and the only good one was Goldeneye. And whoa, I have a f- whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. He actually went back and watched them. To be fair, yeah. die another day. Again, cool bits, rubbish film. I'm going to say, I'm just looking through like Sam Mendes' body of work just based off what you said before. American Beauty was the last and good like, one he made, yeah. Yeah, like it, it, I guess it could be his fault. I mean, like you said, like, <laughs> I mean, have, have American have, Beauty, fantastic <laughs> movie. I have Jarhead, I guess it's pretty good yeah. as far as like action, like sort of war kind of movies yeah. go, I guess, which I guess might be why he got these jobs. He's got like a couple good movies in the middle, like Away We Go and Revolutionary Road, like good little drama movies. Maybe that's have, what he should be sticking to. Have any of you seen 1917? I have Not yet, no. Yeah. I want to. Okay. But Was that him? I've, yeah. Oh, okay. I've heard mixed things. Well, it won an Oscar, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, oh, but maybe that's because the visuals. whole thing is, I mean, the gimmick is that the whole thing is shot as one yeah. continuous one shot. shot. Is it? We, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Which is, which is you know, a, a production... Uh, uh, Marvel accomplishment. It's an accolade, mm. you know, on, on on their part to have have done that. But still, if it's not an interesting story, and yeah, as as far as I've heard, like that's going to be interesting to look at for about ten minutes. But if there's no story going, you're not going to yeah. come back to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, anyone have any passing comments before we move on to verdicts? Then, uh, 
I get. I mean, we, we've gone over everything. I mean, it's nice to see the DB6 again. What a gorgeous car that is. All oh, the cars are so and good. Again, a nice bit. They didn't punctuate it, but again, it's a throwback yeah. to a one. little bit of analog. Yeah, we're not going with a high tech car. This is going to be old school. This is James Bond. Can I say next car. movie throws us all out? Yeah, I know. <laughs> next film's like, yeah, here's a wristwatch. It's also a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, classic Bond is back. Yeah, yep. the ejector seat in the next oh. film too. Which is okay. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying this film is all like, oh, let's be gritty. And next film's like, yeah, but what if we were also superheroes? Fucking <laughs> 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 okay, hell. Oh. So it, it's cool to see that. I, I guess it's just so drawn, unnecessarily drawn out. Yeah, you know, it half the film is just a setup for Bond going to these different places and following this breadcrumb of trails for to, to find Silver, mm-hmm. which is kind of anticlimactic when he does because the only point of getting Bond there is to be captured. So why would you bother yeah. singling out Bond for that when anybody could have could have done the trick? All he's inter- he's not interested in Bond. All he's interested in is getting revenge on M. Yeah. That's that's all Silver yeah. cares about. Silver was good though. I will say, once Silver's on the screen, I'm more interested because he got a really good performance in. He was an interesting character. Visually, such a strange looking man. I I can't compliment the movie on this man's weird face, but such a strange looking man. (laughs) He dies in a pretty knife way too. Oh God. (laughs) I love love when he turns around and he just does this. And just kind of, oh, this (laughs) knife in my back is such an inconvenience. (laughs) What a nuisance. <laughs> All right, well, let's move along to verdicts then, right? And, and this is your first time hearing it, I think. Yes. Oh, indeed. <laughs> you've heard the good, you've heard the bad, a lot of opinions, a couple facts, it's verdict time. That's it. We need beer steins for that. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of does remind me of the men show, like ziggy, zuggy, zig, zuggy, but like just like that. It's the, it's the last bit of the hoedown. In um, yes. whose line? Yes, yeah. Is that right? Irish drinking song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did I did I did Yeah, yeah. All right, well, guys. Yeah, I mean, I oh, feel no. like I know the answers, but <laughs> we've just exposed Alex. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, the pitch I gave to him was the the um what was it the Facts of Life theme song from the, the TV show The Facts of Life. All oh, right, yes. It's already definitely ripped off something else. Yes. <laughs> okay. It's good. All right, recommendations, Alex. What do you reckon? Yeah, I'll watch it again. <laughs> I will. Good. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I enjoy this one probably more than any of the others because it does. And I get, and it's weird because it doesn't have that through storyline of the whole Spectre thing. But I don't know. I just I enjoy the like the bunker down at the end and the shootout and stuff. Even though That's you all hated it, but. I mean, some of us have to have good taste. <laughs> you keep the show floating, Alex. <laughs> That's the part of me that makes it unbond-like because Bond does not retreat back and and yeah, so set a trap a for people. Side he's of Bond. No, Bond is yeah. very proactive in how he, he he always goes on a mission and he's always got a plan and he always re- reacts yeah, he to the plan. to those plans going wrong. Yeah. No, but but the plan was to lure somebody else into this trap, and that's yeah. very unbond-like. Well, yeah, it's not now because <laughs> that is Bond. He did it. Yeah, it's canon. <laughs> this is Bond now. Anyway, apart from apart from a lot of frankly very pretty and very well executed scenes, the film in itself just isn't tied together. It's yeah. it never becomes interesting enough to grab your attention and say, "Here's the here's the film. Here's the story." It's I mean, going to be a big old degree for me. Yeah, it's just so 
loose. Have you know, a coffee while you were drinking it. I watched the film. I always give it my, my full attention. You know, no, seriously, you can't, you can't you can't half watch a film when you're when you're going to to review talk it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, you can. <laughs> well, you can, <laughs> unless it's I gave this uh, my full attention this time. So. Unless it's Furious Creatures or whatever the. Um, uh, Harry Potter spin-off was. Oh, that was trash was, movie. I fell Furious asleep in that. Furious Creatures. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, know, I know Han, a very good friend of the show, you know, has criticised me for that, for <laughs> talking about it uh, because I slept through it. I watched it with, with him. You were at the cinemas too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah incredible. Yeah. I fell, and I fell asleep. I'll, I'll, yeah, I fell asleep. <laughs> stick in the Furious Creatures. I don't hide that. It's, it was a boring film. I never fell asleep to this because it, it was pretty and, you know, I like looking mm. at it, Good, yes. but it's so, just not interesting. No, so yeah, I, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch this again. Yeah. Me either. I'd maybe watch it again if it was an hour shorter. Like just cut out all the garbage that doesn't need to be there. But yeah, no, it's just a very okay movie wrapped up in a neat little package that looks nice. That's my general criticism for all these films. To be fair, they all look really good. They all go way too fucking long, but the acting is nice and. This one's going to tip over into a recommend because they got a good theme song. <laughs> um, no, I this still has more good than bad for me. I'm not blind to the bad, don't get me wrong. But there's still a lot of stuff there that I really like. All the performances coming through. I love it when Silver appears and everything that he does. Even if the train thing was super cheesy, it was... It only felt cheesy because in any if this was a freaking Mission Impossible film, which are also good, I like most of those, mm. it would fit in fine because they kind of have like a tongue-in-cheek, let's go. It's just the fact that this film was so self-serious that when a train crashes through the ceiling as an as an attack on an agent, it feels like it feels like a weird bit. But they tried, they told an original story for a Bond film. It, I don't remember this one being done in prior ones. And they did with new characters too. Like next week, we're talking about Blofeld again, who's one of Bond's most famous villains. Casino well, Royale actually, was literally a it's remake. Blofeld's son. In the canon of the film, it's Blofeld's. It. Yeah, but no, Blofeld was his mum's maiden name. He said, not his dad's name. Oh, would it, I mean, the point is, is that it's it's the offspring of the 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 Blofelds. Yes, but he's. It's not the Blofeld oh, not? from, from oh. uh, Doctor No. Oh, well, that's stupid. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> no. Um, no. I appreciate that they tried to do something different and they tried to tell a more personal story. Actually, having the villain tie into M rather than just, I'm, I mean, not that I didn't yeah. dislike this part, but I'm just going to steal the world's water. Like, that's very big, broad, generic comic book shit. This is yeah. like, no, I hate this one person. Let's see what I can do to them. And, and I still love nice. this person. You know, yes. uh, Silver was. He, he didn't want to kill her at the end. Or, in fact, he, he um, put his gun up to her and said, take us both out and end both our pain mm. uh, with, the, with, with the one bullet. Such a fascinating character. That's why I like yeah, this film. So. He, he's a good character. The rest of the film doesn't rise <laughs> to, that, to that same level of interest. It's like a roller coaster for me, in that it goes up and down continuously, just seemingly on a whim. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'll still recommend it. Um, I guess I have to anyway. I did put this on my top 10 films of the decade. <laughs> um, well, let's, let's just say it lived up to <laughs> being one of my worst films of the decade. At least one and a half of us were happy. Yeah. So that's something. <laughs> All right, so next week we're back with Spectre on Monday. Of course, with the variety hours each Wednesday. And then, yeah, once again, coronavirus has stepped in our way. So instead of going on to the newest Bond film in three weeks' time, we'll actually be doing... <laughs> The Super Mario Brothers film. Yay! <laughs> it was nice having you as listeners. <laughs> I'm excited because this is a huge argument that I had with Zane. 
I'm back on news on the show because I said okay. Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the second one, is much worse, but also consistently a funnier and easier watch than the Mario Brothers movie. And now really? that's you've you've watched both, or you've watched at least watched I the. Have, Super- I haven't seen Super Mario Brothers in my adulthood. Okay, the cool. last time I saw it, yeah, I was a child. Either, actually, but at least we together did watch Mortal yeah. Kombat Annihilation. So you, oh, yeah. you, <laughs> oh, I did. I regrettably <laughs> did. You must sit in as, as the Zane here sure. and tell me whether or not I was correct or why you were incorrect. Right. <laughs> Those are the two options. See, I'm looking forward to it because I love hot garbage. And I feel like that's exactly what the movie's going to be. Oh, it is. My, my, my memory of it is it's just slow hot garbage. John where Leguizamo, Mortal Kombat was fast hot garbage. Yeah. John Leguizamo is an awesome actor. And I remember him being a good Luigi. And yeah. D- Dennis Hopper is fantastic in everything. Even when he's being cheesy. Especially mm. when he's being yeah. cheesy. Bob Hoskins. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, whatever. Wait, 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 wait. Is it live action? Not yes, animated? live action. Have I you actually seen it? You um, are in for a treat, sir. I'm going to have a look through my DVD cabinet right now so I can show Alex who's going to watch. I'm pretty sure I own this movie. Do you guys want to start on the socials and I'll be right back? Sure thing. Find us on Instagram at Second Take Podcast or if you live in the future, you can tweet us at Second Take TNC. Or if you live in the past, go to facebook.com slash second take. It is a little bit in the past now. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Does anything modern happen on Facebook? Um, Everything's restricted. Hey, we should make memes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you want to live in the now, we need a second take TikTok. <laughs> I'll learn Why Renegade. I'll do so it. I'll do it. Boy, you ought to know. <laughs> I'm doing the movements. But yeah. There's a website as well. Really? Yes, if you want to write to us, you can write to us at secondtakepodcast at gmail.com and the website is secondtakepodcast.com. If you what, wish to look at our backlog, I think it goes back all the way to the very beginning, doesn't it? Three, oh, yeah. four years of stuff, even before me, before yeah. it was interesting. Look. The way, way back. <laughs> the, the way, way, way back. <laughs> the before times. <laughs> when the OGs, Seb and Alex, recorded in my kitchen. <laughs> Seb is still rummaging around. Were, were you on the show from the very beginning? Oh, yeah. Alex, yeah? This is Seb and my um, idea child. Ah, you're yeah. a founder. Yeah. Not just along from the beginning. No, no. Like, and uh, this is the laptop right in front of me that we used. <laughs> no, really? Epi- yeah, like for the first year. Oh, incredible. That yeah. was a waste of a journey. I can't find it. I must, yeah. I must have gotten rid of it. I had like that's right, 500 Seb. DVDs at one point, And when I moved one time, I was like, nope. That's right, Seb. If only there was and some way of looking Super up. Super Mario Brothers. I, I thought I still had it. I thought it had lasted, but I just, I just can't see it there. Yeah. If only there was some way of looking up what a DVD cover would have looked like you know, in some online repository. I wanted to hand it to him to see the pain in his face while he touches it. A man can dream. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> did you cover all my Maybe end? Everything's done. You can press Ex- the button. Except I would have this. ended two minutes ago, but I don't know where the button is. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, Alex? Uh, we, d- we didn't do our personal... Uh, oh, yeah, everyone's Twitters. Twitters. Oh, yeah. Mine's Andrew, do you have a Twitter? I've been talking vaguely about it for the weeks you weren't here. I do. <laughs> do you use it? I have tweeted three times. This year? In my life. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and they were all eight years ago, I think. Uh, back when it was relevant. Well, I'm, I'm at A.S. Schossler. Well, there we go. Uh, Alex under, at, at, sorry, at Alex underscore Dozer. I am at Jordan MS double P. I'm uh, currently endeavoring to get blocked by Jim Cornette. So if you're uh, <laughs> following me and let's, let's do it together, everybody. I wish that was a hard thing to do, though. <laughs> You just have it's to say hi the wrong way. It's more challenging than I thought. Uh, it's uh, been days. 
I'm Bastion underscore James, and we'll be back on Wednesday for the Variety Hour. Second Take Podcast is recorded within the Moreton Bay region of Queensland, Australia, and acknowledges this region's original owners, namely the Jinnabara, Kabi Kabi, and Yugera people. Second Take Podcast respectfully acknowledges the traditional custodians of these lands, and we pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging, for they hold the memories, the traditions, the cultures, and hopes of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Island peoples. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.